Hey guys, what's up? Thanks for listening to this. Uh, so this is gonna be a relatively quick episode. It's getting a little bit late here at night where I'm at, but I wanted to you know, keep this sort of chain going. So I think I've done, gotta be like 50 plus episodes in a row, I think now. And so let me double check real quick. So we're in uh, January 18th. And so I've done them since November 16th. So that's like 60 episodes or something like that in a row. My goal is to do one every single day for a year. And so didn't want to miss this. I almost thought about not doing this one <laughs> right now because I was like, I don't have anything to talk about. Um, but there is something that popped up today and part of it's because of that. So I figured this is going to be an interesting one. So it'll be relatively quick, I think. And so uh, I just got off a webinar that kind of bombed, actually. Uh, you know, you put a bunch of work into these things, creating 100 plus slides, was able to repurpose some stuff that I'd done before because I was teaching some of the same things. But in terms of sales expected, um, kind of had too high of expectations, I think, based on the offer. Because uh, it's just a very niche kind of thing that it's hard to even get those right people to register and get them to show up and put this thing in front of them and get them interested. Um, it's just like you're constantly filtering down to basically nobody. And so, you know, still probably brought in, um, I don't know, $14,000 or something like that. But that's not anywhere near what would have made it worth all the time and effort put in. But I think it's a big lesson. Um, I've done a million of these things, even had a marketing guy that we're working with that I have a lot of respect for, uh, who was kind of like half joking, saying that uh, that he couldn't make the webinar, he would not have attended anyways, but he's kind of like half joking to another guy on our team, like, oh, it'd be good to see the master at work. He's talking about me, because I've done a million webinars, I've sold a lot of stuff on them, uh, but it doesn't always work out, and so I'm glad he was not there. Uh, he would have maybe had no idea unless we would have told him behind the scenes, um, but that stuff happens. I mean, even the stuff that you're quote unquote the best at, uh, sometimes it doesn't work out. I mean, Warren Buffett has had investments that didn't work. Uh, there's a guy that I've been following named Monish Pabrai. He's a kind of protege of Warren Buffett. And he last year uh, had an investment in a company called Micron that he was kind of going on podcast and he's conservative in his how he talks about the companies he invested in because he knows there's a high error rate. Um, but that company, it didn't lose him money, but he was kind of expecting, I think it to probably like double or triple over like a year or two. Um, it basically went nowhere. And so he got out, made some money, but it was an opportunity cost there. And some of the people that he knows, some of the best investors in the world, uh, literally followed him into that investment, I think, or they sort of talked about it together and got in there at the same time. I believe with this investment, um, when Charlie Munger was alive, Charlie Munger even kind of looked at this and was like, yeah, that seems like a good deal. But it didn't work out. And so he basically backed out of that whole thing. He had 80% of his U.S. portfolio. And this is one of the best investors in the world in a company that went nowhere. Um, and that kind of thing happened. A very public kind of, I don't know if I'd call it a failure, but very a public sort of decision in and out of that thing. Uh, but it's okay. It's part of the game. Um, if you have a 100% success rate in everything that you do, um, then you'll be the richest person in the world. But it just doesn't happen like that. I mean, same thing on the in sports side. You know, LeBron James loses lots of basketball games. Uh, that's part of the game here. And that's what makes achieving a lot of things very difficult because a lot of people, before they've even achieved anything, they quit when they have their first failure. So that kind of uh, shoots them in the foot right there. Uh, but then once you get up and going, you have some successes. It's easy to keep going whenever you're just seeing success after success after success. Like, that's easy. Um, anybody can do that. Even the least motivated person on the planet uh, can keep going when all you're doing is experiencing success. Where it gets hard and you start seeing how committed people are is when you have that first failure. Oh, okay, maybe that's your fluke. I'm going to get back at it. Second failure. This is starting to kind of suck. Third failure, I quit. Um, but when you've been doing this for 
decade plus and then you experience some failures, then people definitely quit. Um, so that lets you know the kind of stuff that you're committed to, not committed to, but it's like, there's only one path forward. It's like, you got to keep learning, got to keep getting up, got to keep moving forward. Um, because otherwise, I mean, what's your other option? You can go do something else and you're starting back from scratch and you can get some early wins early on. But then after that, then you're going to have the same thing. Um, things are not going to go the way that you expected and, uh, you're going to be stuck with the same decision. But once you've built that muscle of moving forward, when you know, there's going to be those inevitable setbacks, that's when you start building that skill that can, I believe, translate into really any area of life. So that's the main lesson that I have for today. I know short and sweet, but it is important. It is what's top of mind for me right now. So thank you for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.